The two-party system is a game that is killing us. Um, and our leaders have said it from the beginning. The results have shown it from the beginning. The two-party system is toxic. It is a battle to the bottom and it is zero sum. And it is not what our system was set up to be. It is not an animal of our constitution or any of the formative documents. It's not even a creature of law, it's culture. And they should not be in control. And the Democrats are upset about a potential third-party bid right now. Right now. Mm -hmm. The blame is on them. Uh, if you do not give people the best choice, how can you criticize their, desi their desire for more choice? Oh, but it's existential. It can't be Trump. That's on you. And the process has put us in this position, and I'm against it. I want people to be free agents, critical thinkers, and be independent. And that's the plurality of this country. It's the fastest growing partisan denomination, which is nonpartisan. Mm -hmm. So that's what's changed is the more factor. OK, mm -hmm. you have fringe ideas that get magnified so much so that in a reductive process, a, a battle of attrition, a battle to the bottom, zero sum, I must lose for you to win. Both parties are dominated by their fringe elements. And people like you guys sit around and say, like, I don't get it. I run a business. I run a business. I do this. Uh, where's the accommodation? Why would I work with you? when it is easier for me to just demonize you? Why would I do the work? Why would I talk about how the chip factory in Arizona is gonna bring in Taiwanese labor because we don't have enough skilled laborers here in this country? Why would I take that on when I can say, um, you know, you want my kid to be gender fluid? Well, well, I mean, one is so much easier. It plays to people's fears and prejudice and concerns. Culture wars are almost entirely bullshit because they fly in the face of the bedrock principle of this country is you do you and I'll do me. OK, you ever hear the expression, your ability to throw a punch ends where my nose begins. Wow. Wow. Fired ass CNN Chris Cuomo off the leash. <laughs> Yeah, it's about time, right? <laughs> what were your thoughts on that, Willie? Go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I guess since I guess uh, since uh, it's after the fact for CNN, I guess he feels like he can kind of, you know, throw off all the punches. But you know, uh, mm -hmm. I just I just remember that one time where he where somebody, uh, I guess they were calling what would he call it? somebody at a restaurant calling Frito. And, yeah. and, uh, and he he just flipped out. Oh, that was entertaining watching that. <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was gold. That was yeah. absolute gold. Yeah, and you know, um, he you know, and he and and uh, his uh, his corrupt brother in as the governor of New York. I mean, um, I mean, Mario Cuomo must be turning over in his grave right now. Right. Yeah. 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 And you know, you 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 uh, do you remember when Mir Muriel Cuomo was uh governor last term? 
Uh, back in uh, prior to nineteen January nineteen ninety five, yeah, he was mm. governor in the nineteen eighties and early nineteen nineties. There was talk about him running for president uh, back in for in the year nineteen ninety two, which you know, even back then, I was like, well, that's better than Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wonder why he never thought to to to. Uh... Was it the mob? It had to be the mob influence, wasn't it? I think it was the 1984 Ronald Reagan landslide. Democrats mm. back then, and I think the Democrats are still uh, scarred from the 1972 Nixon landslide and the 84 landslide of Ronald Reagan. And they feel like, oh, my God, one mistake. I will never win the presidency again. That's their thought. <laughs> And yeah. and, the, and, the, and what they did is much worse. They lost the they lost the House and the Senate massively. That's much worse than them losing the presidency over and over again. I totally agree with that. <laughs> um, it it it, it, it kind of parallels today with the flip flop of Congress. Um, and it, honestly, it just shows the the lack of progress that the Democrats uh, bring in whenever they control Congress. And then we have this period of Republicans taking over Congress or the, or uh, the house, uh, which is what happening right now as being majority. And then we're in this stalemate. And then when the lecture season comes, that happens all over again. And now we have people bullying other people to vote Democrat, but it's on the Democrats last time I checked on whether or not they even owe us to vote for them. What, what's the deal? What are you going to give us? Are we going to have the same stagnancy that we have been having so far? Like... <laughs> I mean, you know, think about it is, I mean, uh, you know, I, I mean, and I'm proud to say I have not voted for a Democratic president since the last time I voted was in 1992, and it was the second worst vote in my entire life. Uh, I voted for a city council person in, in 1995 in Greenville, North Carolina, that I regretted voting for because uh, um, his politics went for the worse afterwards. But uh, but uh, with this person, with, with Bill with Bill Clinton and and just seeing the Democratic Party take a turn even further and further to the right. I mean, you know, um, just I mean, and Bernie Bernie Sanders, um, you know, um, just didn't he just couldn't do what needed to be done. I mean, um, so and they're going to guilt trip all of us. Um, I presume you're voting for Cornell West. I am. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm That's fully me. Behind. I'm fully behind Cornell West, and they're going to go and guilt trip us for voting for Cornell West. But you know, I mean, they can, they can, um, they can, you know, lump it. I will, I'm going to edit myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh well. First of all, let's do introductions. Uh, welcome everybody to the next episode of Unsavory Politics. I guess I got too excited about hearing. Cuomo off the leash. <laughs> um, like, share, subscribe. Um, the the link is in the description below to everyone that's going to be on this panel. Tommy Nation is going to be here shortly. Uh, we're, we're right now. You're joined with myself, yours truly, and Willie Braggs from the Willie Bragg Show. Hi. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
So this this conversation is going to be geared around uh, geared around domestic politics, especially we're going to be talking about the twenty four election season, and then we're going to also get into um, the conflict of, I mean, the Biden's career as president, uh, the Ukraine war. So stay tuned for that as well as well. Um, with Bernie, uh, continuing the conversation, I believe Bernie was the last Democrat I ever voted for for president because I wrote his name in on the ballot. But after that, it has been nothing but third party uh, members that I have been voting for. Um, and also like for for uh, for uh, for local elections and also got involved with uh, helping out Green Party one time with a with an attorney general election and now there's a mayor election going on right now here in Connecticut for New Haven. So, I mean, yeah, like Bernie definitely showed like, I guess Bernie was like the, you know how they say that, um, what, 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 what's the dude's name? I can't think of his name that lied about, uh, the, uh, he he's like banned on everything. He info wars, the info war guys. I don't know why. I can't do, yes. Yes. So that guy, <laughs> I guess he was like the beta test for whether the establishment could get away with suppressing journalists and stuff like that. I think Bernie Sanders, now correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm still young. Bernie Sanders was the beta test on Arctic being able to smear and shelve Democrats running their own. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and and that's what they did. I mean, they they did everything they could under the sun to to smear him, uh, which is you know, uh, um, this is why um, I used to be upset when people you know say I'm, I mean, I'm not sympathetic to Putin, but people said, call me a Putin puppet, or whatever. I mean, they did this to Bernie, they did this to Jill Stein, they did this to Tulsi Gabbard. It's not just Donald Trump they did this to. I mean, I mean, you know, they. They they they're doing it to uh, Jimmy Dore. They do it to the to the the gray zone. I mean, you know, or whomever. You know, if you right. stand against the establishment and against the duopoly, you're you're right. you're a Russian asset. And which, by the way, this is the left. Well, the supposed left um, that is that is doing a lot of these smear campaigns compared to the right. Um, and the right, we already know we're not listening to them, but it's just. It it it's, it comes off disingenuous when we see how the right is doing smears, but then also when those that call themselves left are also to participating in these smears on other left candidate, uh, other left candidates, or t- towards the left candidates that that give on ideas that are not uh, pro war, very pro peace. Um, Pro anti-establishment rhetoric. Um, it could be it, like I mean Bernie Sanders. I mean he was more of a center to to me compared to him saying that he's a socialist. He basically took he he copied all the great aspects, the the popular parts of socialism, but he wasn't really um, talking about all of the material. He wasn't talking about like full on socialism, like how we discuss socialism. But he was. Just basically showing the, the the popular parts like free healthcare, free housing, and stuff like that, and you know that that wasn't even like considered to be like a, a thing in the Democrat Party that that scared the hell out of them. So it's kind of funny that 
people on the right are calling him, calling Biden a socialist uh, compared to a Bernie Sanders. <laughs> this Biden, tells me that you know nothing at all about socialism. <laughs> Biden is, I hope, a lot closer to to Ronald Reagan than he is yeah, any policy wise. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Even any um, a benevolent uh, social democrat that that may um, govern whatever um, um, country you know around the world that has a social democratic government. So, right, yeah. I mean, but that's the Democratic Party in a nutshell. I mean, Chris right. Hedges says she put the Democratic Party in any country, let's say in any country in Western Europe, they'd be to the right of most conservative parties. That's something that a lot of liberals have to look into when you study politics, because what you said is actually true when you look into other countries that the Democrats will be considered a, a center right or a right wing party. Um mm -hmm with their policies um and it's kind of it's kind of weird when you first hear it but then when you look into foreign policy and look at other countries and how they do things then you're like oh yeah that makes totally sense so we don't even have a a, a left party in the two-party system it's they're they're both right wing at the end of the day, <laughs> they'll tell you, and the Democratic Party will t take a, a radical out there, uh, and they'll be like, "Come on, buddy, why don't you just work inside, put all your energy inside the Democratic Party?" And they'll sit there and and, and do that. But once you're inside the Democratic Party, they'll be like, "Now, uh, 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 you can't go around trying to go cause trouble. Now you're in the Democratic Party, you're just going to have to support us, and that's right. it. And that's basically what they 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 want you to come inside the Democratic Party and just be do the grunt work and that's all they want you to do they don't want you to go and try to start a ruckus and they did that to cornell you know they they the dsa everyone they supported cornell west that he he was around doing speeches with them all all kinds of great things and the moment he decides to you know join a different party to run for president before he joined the greens they he, now he's with the greens now but like you just see so much mirrors, so much attacks, and he's doing so great every time he's on CNN or whatever. Like his his ideas should it definitely resonates with a lot of people. Um, people that have seen what he was doing. I wish that he start doing podcasting, like what RFK is doing, because he'll reach a lot more people. Let's just be honest, nobody's watching CNN. Um, a lot of people are watching Fox News, but Fox News lost a lot of viewers compared to, to compared to um, what they had when they had Tucker Carlson. But I, he needs to start hitting these podcasts. He needs to start getting on these podcasts if he wants to really, like, you know, get his message out there, like what what RFK Junior is doing. Yeah, um, I mean, and in mild, an extremely mild defense of AOC, that's kind of what she's done. She was like the first social media po uh, politician, and it worked for her. Uh, but uh, but she's a sellout. But uh, <laughs> yeah, she. But Cornell West should take what worked from her, the social media part, and because uh, um, I don't think he would go and in, in, into the AOC route. And just go ahead and 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 try to try to, to use that use the social media platform to his advantage. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I definitely agree. But but speaking of someone who's using a social media platform to advantage, last week we saw something very, very odd. Um, Congress brought up, it was the House, right? They brought up um, RFK and they had some words in, to have with him. I'm not going to play the whole clip, but I want to give you an idea on just the, the energy that the DNC and uh, the House was giving RFK. A few months ago, Mr. Kennedy, you compared COVID public health policies to barbaric murderous tactics of Nazi Germany, saying that Jewish people in Nazi Germany had more freedom than Americans facing COVID health restrictions. In hindsight, Mr. Kennedy, do you reject this absurd and deeply hurtful and harmful com comparison, or do you still stand by it? Congressman, what you are saying is a lie. You, you said it. It's it's. I no, I did not. I never contained. Okay. I never ever. Mr. Chairman, I'm happy to answer into the record when Mr. Kennedy said that. I reclaim my time. In discussing COVID public health measures, you made light of the genocide against Jewish people by saying, and I quote, "Even Hitler's Germany, you could cross the Alps to Switzerland. You could hide in an attic like Anne Frank did." Mr. Kennedy, do you think it was easy for Jewish people to escape systematic slaughter of Nazis? Yes or no? Absolutely not. Okay, good. Mr. Kennedy, do you think it was just as hard to wear a mask during COVID as it was to hide under floorboards or false walls so you weren't murdered or dragged to a concentration camp? Yes or no? Excuse me? That's a question. Yes or no? I didn't hear your question. Okay. I said, do you think it was just as hard to wear a mask during COVID as it was to hide under floorboards or false walls so you weren't murdered or dragged to a concentration camp. Of course not. That's okay. ridiculous. That's a comparison that you made. I Mr. did not Kennedy, make that were the comparison. Measures taken, were the measures taken to contain the spread and fatalities related to COVID in any way at all comparable to the murder of 6 million Jews, yes or no? Uh, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> Let's be very clear here. There's no legitimate comparison to the Holocaust. It doesn't matter if you're talking about AI, AI vaccine mandates, or anything else. There is no comparison. And if this were a slip of the tongue, Mr. Kennedy, or a one-off comment, we would all move on. But there's a deeply disturbing pattern. In 2015, you apologized to all those, quote, whom I offended by my use of the word Holocaust to describe the autism epidemic. When discussing efforts to encourage others to get vaccinated for COVID-19, you said Nazis did that in the camps in World War II. They tested vaccines on gypsies and Jews. That was a quote. Like before, you apologized for invoking the Holocaust, saying, quote, to the extent my remarks caused hurt, I am truly and deeply sorry. These are not real statements of contrition or remorse. They are passive-aggressive non-apologies that blame the listener for reacting to the lie you just spread. I'm deeply saddened that this is a conversation we're having today. I have deep respect for what Mr. Kennedy's family did and still does to make life better for all Americans. But what you are doing now, Mr. Kennedy, and the forces you aligned yourself are reckless, dangerous, and disturbing by echoing dangerous claims such as, quote, Jews don't really suffer as much as we do, which you said, your rhetoric creates a climate of mistrust, antagonism, and even hatred or violence against Jewish people. My own children. So, so, so this was definitely, um, and you know, I haven't read his book, but I have read uh, criticisms and also positivity ideas about his book. And I am not a person that's against vaccines. I'm pro-vaccines. Just disclaimer for people that are listening. So they'll be like, oh my God, he's, he's part of the camp. No, I'm not. But what I'm seeing here clearly, and, and, and I want to hear your thoughts on this too, Willie Bragg, but I want to see what I'm seeing here clearly is that the only reason why they brought him there is so they can discredit him more 
so no one votes for him. This is this is literally smoke and mirrors right here. They don't care about his stances. They care about the fact that he's opposing Joe Biden for the 2024 election. So they're doing everything they can in their power to delegitimize him. A Kennedy, by the way, if they can do this to a Kennedy, they, like, like this, 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 this is literally what I saw. You can watch the video, by the way, guys. I'll make sure I'll put it in the description. Um, you could like this. Literally, what I saw while this hearing was going on. I, I'm not seeing a hearing of they're actually being concerned. It's a hearing of see how horrible this guy is. You think he could take on Trump? You think he could defeat Joe Biden? Who, how dare he defy Caesar? Just like the title. That's that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Uh, well, well, starters. Uh, she she was talking about respect when it comes to Debbie Blaberman Schultz. I have no respect for her whatsoever. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, uh, if I can uh, make a rude comment about her, she looks like um, Hillary Clinton's daughter, uh, Chelsea Clinton, but uglier. Uh, <laughs> Literally, gosh. Anyway, um, um, and older. Um, <laughs> she talks about Nazis. Okay, she talks about Nazis. Yeah. She, she, and many other people like her in Congress voted to give money to Nazis in the Ukraine. She yeah. has no room to talk about no. Nazis. What's and 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 here's we'll get the thing. <laughs> and, and another thing, you know. Um, I, I'm not anti vac I'm middle of the road on the vaccines. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I I don't support uh, the the, the um, uh, you know forced vaccination, and I'm not. An I mean, I'm not anti-vax. You know, I'm I'm kind of in the middle. But here's the thing: um, with some of his faults, he's got some faults. But his yeah. strength is he's anti-war. Um, he's pro Julian Assange. He's pro free speech, and he's for abolishing the or re, uh, abolishing the Espionage Act of, of 1917. So um, he, he, he's a far better person than 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 Debbie Wasserman Schultz could ever be. Right, I agree. People yeah. should look into her politics. By the way, let's look into all their politics before they go up there and just act like that they are holier than thou because they're in the House or they're in the Senate. You know, Congress, a lot of war criminals there just chilling, you know, just waiting to just vote for more slaughter. Mm -hmm. um, and they love to use people that have suffered to make someone look awful off of what the comments they said. But your votes are a part of the reason a lot of people still suffer today. So you're kind of hypocritical coming up here to confront this man. And yes, maybe he did say that or maybe not. And I, I don't know if he did because I didn't look into it. And I don't think it's important for me to look into it because he's not running for president on vaccines. He has a platform. And his platform literally has nothing to do at all with vaccines. So they're bringing up an old horse to discredit this person. But is it is it working? Because, you know, I saw in the Harvard poll that uh, he was doing way better than Biden. But in other polls, I'm saying that he's at 14%, which is higher than Marianne Williamson. Um, the question is, does he have a chance? I don't know. We have to wait and see. I don't want to say he doesn't. 
Um, I'm voting for Cornell West, so I, I want Cornell West to have a chance, but he's third party, so it's going to take hell a high horse for that to happen. But they're attacking him as well, too. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, they're all, you know, as I said, they're all a bunch of Russians, and that's that's their go to, you know, um, right, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that, that's their that's their go to thing, and which you know, just. I mean, it's it's comical, um, you know, uh, the, the whole allegation thing. But yeah, you know, just said, she, you know, she's just an awful person. I mean, she, the most disingenuous person. Um, she's well, we're gonna say in 2016, and I'm not gonna go into detail because that's conspiracy theory. But uh, uh-huh. her hand, we're just gonna say what happened to Bernie Sanders and leave it at that. Yeah, and, yeah. And um, we all know so, but why aren't people questioning these things? Like what Marianne was Williamson, they're making all these jokes about her being a spiritual politician and all this stuff like that. Like, why, why, where has this been the thing in the past with the Democrats where they smear their own, where they go after their own people? Like, I don't, I, I really don't understand how barbaric this is because I'm, I'm, I want to see this mostly from the GOP. Coming after Democrats instead of Democrats going on Democrats. Like, I really want people to like question that. Why are we attacking our own members? <laughs> oh, because both Democrats and Republicans got the same donors, and the only difference between them are just a few culture war issues. That's pretty much yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. relatively, yes, that, that is pretty much it. Um, they, they don't really differ that much, though, to think about it as well, too, because you will have Democrats that are pro-abortion. Then you have Democrats that are anti-abortion. You have Democrats that are um, pro-unions. And then you have Democrats like Manchin that don't give a shit about it. <laughs> That's the next point I wanted to talk about. What do you think about this uh, no labels? party apparently they're not a party yet they're more like a company private company right for now yeah. what so i'm pro having any type of third party go around but do you think mansion will really run for president with, with uh the no the no labels party i hope so because if if biden loses I don't want to hear it that oh, I, you know the, these left wing people were the cause of it. Can't call Joe Manchin a leftist. So I mean, no, by it, far, no, no, no. So I mean, you know, he, he, we're talking about somebody whose politics is to the right of Joe Biden. I mean, so yeah, yeah I mean, he's his, his politics, his policies. He's actually even worse than Biden, and Biden sucks. <laughs> We're in the abusive relationship, people. <laughs> party is an abusive relationship. It, it really yep. is. Yeah, yep. I mean, it really is. And and the two party system is an abusive relationship because the Republican Party is the is the wife beater, and the Democrats just sit there and take it. But then the Democrats sit there and beat up on us leftists. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're getting rid of the. They're getting rid of like the debates. And they're a private company, so they can do this legally for people that don't understand why they're doing this. Like, they're literally saying that there's no point for anyone else to run on the Democratic ticket. It's going to be Joe Biden. And that was at the start of the election process. 
even when he didn't even announce that he was running and everyone else did announce like you already got the temperament that that is what the plan was and anyone that's pro democrat they need to look at that and just say that's disingenuous that alone should make you furious that they're doing something like that that alone and i don't know why there's no connection in that at all like that's not democracy that's not that's that's more like uh i mean it's kind of authoritarian uh, like i want to say is it's kind of authoritarianism it's like this is who you will be backing and you have no choice and if you don't then that means that you are a trump supporter yeah, that's always what it means, you know. I mean, you know, uh, uh, even though um, you're, you know, even though the people who point fingers are closer to Trump themselves on the policies than than the people they point fingers at. Um, but oh my God, you know, um, if you go and challenge the Democratic establishment, uh, you're you're wanting Trump to win. You know, um, yeah. and, and everything. I mean, I, I used to respect Kyle Kalinsky, for example. I mean, I mean <laughs> I, listen, I actually started my show. I actually, he kind of inspired me to do this my show. In oh, August. nice. But 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 he's gone downhill. I think that the blonde hair dye has actually kind of just messed up his judgment <laughs> in a lot of ways. I mean, he he his. It takes lately has been horrible. I mean, and and so he's he was on the vanguard the other day, um, you know, uh, criticizing Jimmy Dore over, and I don't think that Jimmy Dore literally meant like he was going to go and support Trump. Jimmy Dore supports Cornell West. Jimmy Dore, Jimmy Dore is a leftist. I mean, Jimmy Dore's to my left. I mean, yeah. and, and and you know, and here's the thing: uh, he he he. I mean, he's. What he's saying is that that the Democratic Party is so awful and have have taken a, such a turn to the right. He's making a he's making um, an outrageous remark about Trump being a lesser evil to make a point. But Kyle and I think Kyle's doing this because he wants to make nice with Shank and Anna at the Young Turks who don't respect him. I mean, they disrespect him a great deal. And, you know, um, and I think that he, he would be welcome on the Jimmy Dore left if if he could just uh, swallow his pride and, and stop sucking up to the boutique left. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I did, you, you know, um, what it was it, Crystal Ball, who, who he's dating, um, mm -hmm. and Sager, um, they, Crystal Ball and Sagar, um, they have some good ideas. You know, they have good content. They have really good stuff. I say some good ideas, and like I don't agree with a lot of stuff that they say, especially on China. Especially, um, well, they're 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 a little bit more changing their mind on the Ukraine war, um, and all and all that stuff. But like, it's even though they they are an alternative, they sound still much more like. Um, establishment media to me um i don't know if you agree or or, or not on that what do you think i absolutely that? agree uh yeah. kyle wants a job at msnbc so bad he wants to sign MSNBC <laughs> contract he wants that three hundred thousand views compared to the millions he could get by himself on youtube i don't understand the luster yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what it comes down to. I mean, as I said, uh, I mean, his views are not, his politics is not that bad. I mean, his politics, his takes are generally good, but it's been going downhill lately. Do you think that is because he's getting too much uh, mainstream uh, attention? I think, well, (laughs) I think Crystal corrupted him too. (laughs) I didn't want to say it. You said it. I did not want to well, say. Everybody's it. been saying it. Everybody's <laughs> been saying it. I mean, I think she dresses him. She's a lib. She's a libs lib. Like she's a true liberal. That it, she's a libs lib. Like how we say that's a man's man. She's a libs lib. Like she's a true liberal. And Kyle's think- not. Kyle's not a true liberal, but I feel like he's getting swayed into the patterns of becoming a true liberal. <laughs> well, I think that I think that she. I, I mean, I feel bad for saying this, but I'm going to say it. I think that she puts out his clothes for him. I want you to wear this. I want you to dye your hair platinum blonde. I want you. you know, I, I mean, it, it's like his almost his demeanor has changed a little in the last year too. Right. He's he's a little goofier now than he used to be. He was a little more grown up at one point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, look, people are going to change, and it's sad when you see someone that you would think will go more left left actually go more right right right, and. But it's it's it just tells you like everyone is at this moment where you're either going to get down and lay down with Biden, or you're going to become an outsider. And it, we already see what happens if you become an outsider. You don't want to be an outsider when you are already having such a good time being inside, twenty four seven. So it's it, and then you gotta look at how much money you're making. Like I'm 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 not um. I don't know these people's minds, but I'm just guessing. The more popular you get, the more exposure you get, the more money you get, maybe your mindset becomes more materialistic uh, uh, towards, oh, I have to keep this going because if I don't, I got to pay this, I got to pay that, I got bills. We get that. But at the end of the day, you have to stand up truthfully for what you believe in. I believe that so strongly. Um, standing up for what you believe in. And I respect someone that stands up for what they believe in. But the flip-flopping is just not good, especially in the media. And you have people that trust in you, that believe in what you're saying 24-7. They look at you for news. They look at you to get an understanding. And then you start sounding more establishment. That's I'm pretty sure you're going to start seeing your, de- your decline. And then you're going to start seeing you being part of the establishment more. And maybe yeah. he's being groomed for it or not. I don't know. <laughs> trillion times better remark was, uh, just took the cake. You remember when he said that? Yeah. That, you know, I can say voting for the Democrats as harm reduction, that's debatable, but I can respect that as an argument. But um, mm-hmm. trillion times better or even way better, that's, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a hack argument. That that's not you know, um, I don't even I don't think that that Kyle Kalinsky in 2018 would have said a trillion times better or way better. <laughs> I don't think so either. Yeah. And I mean, and and, and I want to give a quick shout out too. By the way, I should have mentioned this earlier to the Teamsters. I'm a fellow Teamster, and the Teamster Union has got their deal. 
They were about to do the world's largest strike in American history, honestly. Um, but they got their deal, and I'm going to do an episode on the details of what the deal is about and stuff like that. Um, kind of sad that at the time I wasn't able to pin down someone to talk to in that union, especially since I'm a part of that union. Um, but hey, man, I'm just so happy and proud of the UPS Teamsters because just hearing everything that they were dealing with, especially with how the part-timer nonsense was going on, like, Jesus Christ, bro. Like, they were basically trying to put everybody part-time. And they were making all this damn money, all this damn money off of uh, shipping and handling. Um, they increased the shipping and handling to, like, 10 bucks or something like that. And they said they made, like, billions of dollars just off of shipping and handling alone. And then they were trying to put people on part-time and all this stuff. And people that were there longer were making uh, making money but the people that were there for a short time were making a lot less money. They were they were starving. They were not getting the benefits of what you should have as being a union member. So this is a big deal. And the biggest part about it is that the Democrats were not involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the Democrats get involved with labor, usually labor uh, uh, suffer. Um, that's yeah. why, yeah, I mean, the labor, labor needs to be more independent of, of the party or work toward creating, uh, our own political party. Yeah. Unless we make it a workers party. Yeah. 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 I mean, we tried, they tried to, to see the Democrats are going to do the right thing, right? With the, with the rail workers. I mean, we, we saw that. And what did they do? They didn't do. They didn't do. <laughs> they didn't do a damn thing. They made it worse. Anybody who is excited by <laughs> AOC in the year 2023 needs to have their bloody minds examined. They are not paying attention, Willie. I'm gonna <laughs> tell you right now, and I'm not calling out anybody that knows me. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not because I know people that know me watch what the fuck I be saying on here. I'm not calling out anybody that knows me. I'm telling you right now, they do not pay attention. They don't. They just they just get on the bandwagon. They're like, oh, the squad, they're great, blah, 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 and all this shit. And they ignore everything that goes on in Congress that they do, everything that they vote for. They ignore it all. They ignore it all. And then they see her say something smart and, and courageous on, on freaking YouTube or Facebook or something, and they share it. They like it. They get all excited. They go in the comment section, and then they start battling people that say bad things about her. But they don't look at the whole picture. <laughs> I'm talking about my generation right now. I am getting on y'all. I'm getting on y'all, and I'm getting on the generation after this because you are the mother effers. Um, you are the mother efforts that are next, god damn it. Y'all are next, and I need y'all to not make the mistakes that we millennials have made. I, just like how us millennials had to watch the Gen Xers and the boomers, we, we have to do better. And the squad, you gotta look at what they're doing. I tell you, you when she, she made that some of these speeches, and she's like jumping up and down in, in Congress and and you know, doing the easiest thing in the world, saying Republicans are bad and and all of that and then she storms off and takes her little address books and flip it on the on the podium and walks away i mean i'm i say i have to give it to her she's quite an actress <laughs> yes she deserves an award 
Yes. It guys again, like I have defended Ocasio Cortez. Tommy Nation will tell you that I have gotten into an argument with him on his own fucking show defending the squad. So me saying this right now is me being fed up. Like I, I love how they support Palestine, and that's only because there's a Palestinian in the squad. If there was not a Palestinian in the squad, they probably would be voting against Palestinians right now, too. I mean, is that too far fetched to say, Willie Bragg? No, I think just... I think you're absolutely right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, do you hear about uh, people calling Bernie Sanders uh, a self uh, self bloating uh, Jew because he was it, it was something to do with what's it called Nebeka, uh with Rashida Tlaib? He had a had a, so she could speak on the issue, and they yeah. were criticizing Bernie Sanders over it. Yeah. I heard a little bit about that, but can you uh give give me some details of that? Yeah, well, the, well, I mean, for starters, she's Palestinian, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, who's going to expect a Palestinian to go rah 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 Israel? Seriously, I right. mean, you know, it's um, not happening. <laughs> yeah, not happening. She wanted to speak on the subject, and in in Congress, I believe it was, and she was not allowed to speak on it, and I think that that he. That he pulled some strings, if correct me if I'm wrong, uh, is on a tweet that he spoke. He allowed her to speak. I I think it was in the U.S. Senate. Uh, I I'm gonna I'll have to go and check. But the fact he got heavily criticized for for helping her out on that issue. Right. Yeah. Right. And again, there we go again. Democrats not willing to do what they're supposed to be doing. And they looking more right wing. The fact that Bernie Sanders had to do that shows you. And Bernie Sanders, I don't agree with his two state solution, not by far. Let's just be honest. The the Jewish population before before Zionism took over um, was ten percent in Palestine. Okay, guys, let's actually read and look at the information. The constituency of the Jewish population was ten percent. Compared to the Palestinian constituency, and I'm when I, and when we're saying Palestinian, we're not saying only Muslims. We're talking about Christian Palestinians. Exactly. We're talking about agnostic Palestinians. We're talking about atheist Palestinians. We're talking about Jewish. Pal- yes, there's Jewish Palestinians. That's right. We're talking about all spectrums of Palestinians in their homeland. So this idea of just saying that, oh, well, they were always there. They were majority. I hear people say that 24-7. Like, bro, no, that's not actually true. Read, read. There's a history behind this. I mean, even the USSR, unfortunately, fucking um, acknowledged the Zionist state, which I don't even know why the fuck they did that for. Like, you're um, literally giving power to a 10% constituency. It was guilt. What it was, it was guilt after with the Holocaust. That's what it was. Okay. Everyone felt guilty about it. And here was here could have been the solution to that. Instead of instead of sticking the state in Palestine, what the Allies should have done after World War II should have taken a piece of land in Germany, the USSR, mm-hmm. France, Britain, and U.S. should have said, "We're going to take a piece of land the size of New Jersey inside of Germany, and let let Israel be a Central European country or something like that." That would have been Central European Jews. 
You don't huh? see African Jews. You don't see. I'm just saying, it's mostly European Jews that are, are doing this. You don't see African Jews making the uproar. You don't see Middle Eastern Jews making the uproar. You don't see anybody else that's Jewish ar- around the world making this uproar. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, if that's not true. But I have seen mostly just European descent, J- European def- European descent Jewish people just make these these claims. We have Tommy Nation on, bro. But um, to finish the thought though, um, like. I think it's important that they continue to give Rashida Tabley, um the, the, the mic to talk about these issues because you see how strong of a movement that the Palestinians are doing right now. You have a new generation of Palestinians that are fighting even harder and they're telling the, the other people that are trying, the, the other people, which I mean by the older crowd and those that are trying to be uh, pro-Israel, say, oh, let's just let Israel take over. They're like, no, get the hell out the way which is something that I agree with wholeheartedly. And we need to back them on 24-7, GN, all of them, 24-7. We need to back these young people so they can take their land back. Um, because it, it, we see what the Orthodox Jews, it's not, it's not all Orthodox Jews. I want people, I want to be clear on what I'm saying because I'm not going to get my video taken down right now. It's not Orthodox Jews as all of them. It's the Zionism. The Zionism is very powerfully strong in that government right now. Actually, actually, it's not even uh, it's not even really a Jewish thing. I'll tell you what it is. It's Christian Zionism is what makes it more dangerous than anything else. The evangelicals, mm-hmm. Christians, they hate Jewish people. But they think that they they think that by supporting Israel, uh, they think that they can get that land, and they don't care what happened even to the Jewish residents over there in the country, right. let alone the Palestinians that live there. You know, just they want, fact, um, they, they they want Iran and Israel to toss nukes at each other. They do. That's why Trump pulled Iran out of the nuclear deal uh, a couple of years ago. Right, and 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 to be to be quite frank. Because we always get into this religious uh, conversation about um, uh, Israel. It's not about religion, really. This is another form of white supremacy and dominance. Because you see them kicking out black Jews, Ethiopian descent Jews. You see them kicking out Arab Jews. You see them kicking out anybody that's not white. I mean, even Benjamin Netanyahu said years ago, this country is for white. It's this is the no blacks in this country. This is more than just did he really say that? so yeah, he did. He said it. I need, uh, uh, I, I need to look, I gotta I give need, you I the article, to, my guy. Um, he said uh, he said it his last term before he got prosecuted, not this term. This is his new term when he came back, but his last term, so he got when he got prosecuted, he said it. He said it. I wouldn't put time. it past him. I just thought, like, wow, that's that's pretty racist. But like, really, guys, <laughs> if you're thinking, you're yeah. talking, if you're talking about religion. Talk about religion it kind of is about their religion because it's it's also about like you like uh you know willie pointed out so rightly the christianity the the recipe to the rapture is dead jews so that's why they want to keep israel as long yeah, as possible because it's, yep. it's jesus's little key uh hidden 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 door so it has to do with religion and remember in our country we have literally our first amendment protects us against it's it's the, it's the freedom to speak Whatever we want to speak, and the freedom against religion, the freedom, the right to assemble. These are the, the turn yourself up, by the way, over. Tommy. So, okay, yeah, turn yourself up real quick. Can you a hear me louder? 
I saw him turned up. Is that, am I not okay. up enough? Is that better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You're, okay. you're louder than you were before. Okay. Right. Well, I mean, like, I know you guys, you know, you want to tip. Some people want to tiptoe when it comes to Israel. Uh, some people just need to stand up for their principles and values and remind people in this country what our principles and Uh-oh. have nothing to do with religion. In fact, it's a separation uh, of church and state. Wait, he'll right. be, it's yeah, a secular he's government. There. Oh, he's secular. back. Sorry. Am I still having issues? Oh, no. Go Continue. Go ahead. We hear right. you. My laptop's had a problem, so. Okay, so it's a secular government that we have. Uh, these Christians uh, and this religion is the problem. I, I really have to disagree with you guys on that. I know people are painting that as anti-Semitic, but at this point, guys, are y'all seriously? Do you even care about what these people are forming as arguments? Talking about spoilers, talking about nonsense. There's nothing they've said that's accurate since weapons of mass destruction. So at this point, these people are laughing oh, stock, yeah. and nobody should be tiptoeing around the issue. It is about religion. It is about religion, and that's why the genocide is continuing. Well, it could be. Yeah, Just, you know, I mean, yeah, it could be, my it, it's definitely about religion with, with people that live there. Um, I just think the Zionists, um, because they are removing everyone instead for just Muslim people, it's because Palestinians is they're not all Muslims, they're they're all different types of Palestinians, Christians, atheists, the Torah, they're the sons of Ishmael, so fuck it, right? Yeah, you know, <laughs> and this sons is all the Ishmael. UK's fault, by the way. <laughs> this is all the UK's fault, so. At the you end of the NATO, day, they NATO? literally just gave the new land and said, oh, we made it worse. Y'all fix it. So, <laughs> I mean, that's the literally US got what involved. they do. That's the neoliberal <laughs> world order, Jamar. It's when you ask for something like Medicare for All, and they give you a fucking, uh, they give you a website that you could go to where all their donors and insurance companies are at, in the pool. And so you can buy from them. So they can raise their profits, oh, send yeah. back that money back to the campaign finance contributions. And Barack Obama, boom. $200,000 speaking fees. You like that? Yep. That's going to raise America. That's going to help teachers. Remember what Barack Obama <laughs> said during the uh, the Occupy Wall Street? Oh, yeah, this shit is going to make your dick bigger. Yeah, this shit is going to put hell, you know, tits on flat-chested women. He promised all kinds of shit. <laughs> Nothing to do with anything. Sorry, guys, I'm not giving like much like insightful criticism. It's just like I'm, ty- I'm tired of talking about these guys. We need to figure out where we're going to go from here. That's where I'm at. Uh, that's why I want to talk about this live stream with you guys. We well, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not done yet. I've been saving the clip just for you. Good, <laughs> Jen Saki, you triggered me, bro, just with her face. <laughs> I've been Trigger. saving this just for you because we already uh, talked about the Democrat side. Oh so God, not him. Now we gotta talk about DeSantis and his campaign failure. I wish we could bring your friend on. I know, Michael. Right? <laughs> what do you think? What do you think that numbskull is thinking right now? What do you think he's thinking? I, I don't know. I don't know. I want to know. What Let's watch the clip real quick. I just heard that we won the big point straw poll in a we heard blowout, getting eighty-five point seven percent of the vote. Very respected poll. Ron DeSantis came in a solid third with four point three percent. Vivek got two percent, and sloppy Chris Christie, a total mess as usual. <laughs> Got a big fat zero. Turning Point put on a great event in West Palm Beach, setting all kinds of records, including in attendance. They really have done a great job, and they're going to help us a lot with the election. Thank you very much, and thank you, Charlie. The Sanctimonious Super... Sanctimonious! Chris Christie's a a fat zero. He's a plus-size zero. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, that that uh, yes. Good Lord, do you see how that that come over? Gosh. <laughs> he's, at this point, he's at this point like he's just a he's just a cartoon of himself. He is. He just goes he on is. stage. He goes fake news. Jason said to He doesn't even say anything. He was at a rally to wake up. <laughs> all he did was talk about his lawyer. Like that's all he did. Yeah. This guy's not he nothing. He feels offer. absolutely great. He's like, look at yeah, these no. guys. They thought DeSantis was gonna do some shit. They, they were thought hoping. they were hoping. They, were they hoping. thought you could replace me. <laughs> you can't replace a big fucking Karen that uh, <laughs> is, liter- is, is literally the biggest honorary. Okay, this is what pisses me off, guys. He changes uh, the crooked Hillary to crooked Joe Biden. You see how creative this guy is? <laughs> oh, we're going to retire Hillary Clinton. No. We're going to retire Hillary, crooked Hillary. Now we're going to call him crooked Joe. This guy is doing reruns. Celebrity Apprentice, yeah. bro. 13 seasons, you can't come up with a new nickname for Joe Biden. You literally have to rerun Crooked. This guy's such a fucking schmuck, bro. I, I don't think <laughs> I'm over it. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. Lame. He's going to be the GOP nominee, though. Fucking lame. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think once the the the, the primary's underway, I think that 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 once it's underway and once these uh, lesser knowns are debating amongst themselves, um, somebody's going to somebody going to start rising through the polls and they're going to take on Trump and Trump is going to uh, he's going to be damaged goods uh, in the next probably in the next few months. What does damaged goods mean? Does that mean making a meth lab in his trailer? Because that's who the, these voters are. They're voting for him. So how much damaged goods is he going to have to be for him to like not be unvotable? Every well, little nasty thing he, he does makes him better. I his fucking think that they're going to come to a conclusion, uh, so probably some of the more so- sophisticated ones in that Trump camp uh, or in the Republican camp. And I think even the establishment is going to be like, uh, they're going to look at him in a way that, that uh, they're going to look at him in a way that maybe some Democrats look at Hillary Clinton and think um, this person's just way too toxic. Does uh, anybody... But you know anybody but uh, Trump. So I don't think I. I think that I have a feeling Ron DeSantis may have a very good shot. Um, oh against- really? Okay. He's got no charisma. To- Somebody really. says he no- has hope. They got, want normal. He's got less charisma than Kyle Kalinske. He's got less huh? charisma. Than, he's got less charisma than Kyle Kalinske, bro. Ron DeSantis. <laughs> We're happy we did it. I'm standing in your way. We're gonna stop this walk agenda, dude. This guy is literally—he can't handle it. And then he can't even fight against Trump. Every time Trump calls him the Sanctimonious, he doesn't say anything. He's the biggest cuck. I mean, he might be getting all that donor money, but that's just because he's a big ass cuck hiding in well, the bathroom talking to donors. That's it. He's got the Fox News behind him. He's got the establishment behind him. And Russell Dobular uh, kind of gave a his his. Uh, assessment on why they think he's think it's going to be Ron DeSantis. They're going to do whatever it takes to, to bring Trump down. Even if the prosecution of Trump takes place, they'll do a big old song and dance. Oh, they're picking on our guy, but they're going to be secretly glad that, that if Trump ends up being behind bars or they or Trump works a deal that he won't run for president to, to avoid being prosecuted. Mm, that could like. be possible. I mean, do you he think- does have a new indictment now, right? Right, Tommy? Did you see the new indictment? I, they, yeah. I mean, 
it's funny because he's literally guilty of all these things anyway. But but like, yeah. but but like, what if he goes to jail? So is Hunter Biden gonna come out with a new video where he's smoking crack and he's like, "Hey, what's up, Trump? I'm smoking crack in the White House." He's, I mean, like, literally, I don't care. He's he's just a like, what our progressive agenda, guys. I think that we're just better off. Uh, we need to start uh, organizing for Cornell West and uh, making that this is like our last possible stand for the remnants of this uh, democratic Republic before we slip into a dystopian nightmare that we'll never be able to escape from. Cause well, uh, you know, the mainstream has trained us to be cucks at every turn, not read, do your own research, not question authority to vote for two parties that are literally slapping us in the face. I mean, the Democrats slapped New Hampshire in the face for not making uh, Joe Biden the you know the nominee the winner of the nominee. Remember that? I remember that. New Hampshire. Now they won't go to New Hampshire first. So we're all right. fucking still paying for the we're, literally, literally everybody in the Bernie Sanders camp, Ralph Nader to this day still paying. So we might as well just slap these guys in the fucking face. Fuck their stuff. Fuck their bullshit. Let's. I we got to go hard. I think Cornell should start doing more um, podcasts to get. I said I mentioned this earlier. Um, I think if Cornell wants to get like a lot of uh, exposure, he needs to start doing more podcasts like RFK is doing, because the like these podcasts that Joe Rogan, you keep <laughs> blinking. Is it, it me? Is it me? But uh, the podcast like Joe Rogan that has like eleven million views on a damn time that's bigger than anything CNN can never uh, hopefully grasp. Um, if he goes on like a a PVD, whoever, whoever. Whoever so, that has a I, large I, following. I feel like I disagree, though, because even with uh, RFK's uh, following, and he's still, he, like, he's lauded by a lot of, you know, normal working Americans. But the fact remains that he doesn't do contentious arguments. Whereas Trump ripped the Republican Party in half, that's who he, how he gained alpha status. That's hmm. how, Remember how that's how he gained alpha status? So yeah. in this country, you have to literally be contentious. And you have to blow these enemies out of your water. You have to destroy your enemies. He's not getting you don't think like that. You don't do that. You don't think uh, first of all, he, 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 he went on to Anderson Cooper, Anderson Vanderbilt Cooper's show, a Vanderbilt who has ties with the, the intelligence company, uh, corporate yeah. intelligence state. And he said, I love you, my brother. You know what we disagree? I love you, my brother. He's got the same problem as Bernie Sanders. He might believe in these principles a little bit more. He might be a lot more educated. But the fact remains, guys, that we're still playing in their game with their, with their toys. And so yeah. they can label him spoiler all they want. You have to change the rules of the game to, to win the game. That's why. Um, you know, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because a couple of years ago, uh, Amazing Asia said something similar to what you were just saying. He was saying that he would love to see a candidate with the policies of Bernie Sanders, but somebody who's just an asshole like Donald Trump, just dismissive, telling everybody to fuck off and everything like that. I mean, not fuck off, but you can, he's a, such an intellectual. He rightly referenced the Iraq war. Jimmy Dore had a problem with this, but in the, but he let Anderson Cooper blow right through him with, I don't think it's fair to make those similarities. How so, Anderson? Is it because that your intelligence uh, apparatus was doing regime change there? That's why it's not fair? Because you were, y'all were involved and your Vanderbilt family doing BlackRock uh, setups. It's a good business opportunity. That's why, that's why cluster bombs are a great idea. That's why we changed our whole uh, you know, attitude about cluster bombs. That, that, that clip you showed me, Jamar, 
with the uh, what's his, what's what's her name? Uh, who's who's that? Who's that bitch? The spe- uh, press secretary. I keep forgetting her name. She's so unimportant. MSNBC. Saki. Yes, Jen Saki. She was making, yeah, Jen Saki, she was making a big deal. Press take- secretary about cluster bombs. The media. Are cluster bombs a war crime? When Russia yeah. was about to drop them, we should look to the leaders. We should look to our our treaties. Now we yeah. just give Zelensky fucking cluster bombs because we're broke. We don't have any more money to give <laughs> Zelensky. It's a global, yeah. it's a global investment and a democracy for the Democrats right. and Republicans. Fuck that shit. Oh no, I I agree with you. It's they're, they're both war crimes, both sides. Yeah. So, um. The, the, no matter how much, if you if both sides use cluster bombs, they committed war crimes. That's just that's just the way somebody, it goes. Somebody's asked Cornell West, "Do you really love when you say my brother? I love you, Anderson. Do you really love Anderson Cooper? Do you know Anderson Vanderbilt? Well, Cooper? you know Cornell West is more you know of a, like a Christian socialist, so he's all about love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean um, Jesus. I think that the temple he would do. <laughs> I mean, I think he'll do very well if he continues to do what he's doing grassroots wise going up to all the regions where there are Trump voters and all that stuff like that because Biden won't even do that and they'll see that that's respectable and they'll talk to him like going up to all those regions no matter what red blue talk to these people have a conversation with the working class that I mean that, that and they'll that still think a you're lot. a Marxist socialist Kenyan Muslim they will right? they will but some won't and I, I feel that there will be more that will vote for him compared to the ones that will just be like, he's just a socialist. And he's not even like he's more a democratic socialist. He's not like he's anti-Marxist. He's he, he said this in his stance that he's not a Marxist. They socialist. don't even know what Marxism is, bro. It literally. No, don't, no. So. Nobody like uh, that hates Marxism really knows. <laughs> Biden is a, is a Marxist. It's a moot point to like yeah. confront these guys and tell them. Oh, well, the you're really sorry about with that. my brother. My mm-hmm. brother, these are facts. <laughs> my brother, Joe Biden is a war criminal. He should be in prison or a hospital. <laughs> my brother. Or a hospital. A senior living home. He should be got eating tacos a in a pool. He just got off of work and he's ready, bro. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I thought I was cutting out. So I was to make my <laughs> no, point, it's fine. It's just it's like, fine. guys. You you want to talk about you want to talk about this Democrat that's running in the Democratic Party? I see the end of this already, so I'm just like, okay, guys, let's start fucking <laughs> taking scalps. Honestly, when when are y'all well, gonna get to that point? Are y'all not at that point yet? Where we're we're gonna, we're literally in this to revolute like our founding fathers? What do you, what well, are y'all? I'm looking point? to get healthier so I could get back to my grassroots work one day. Okay. So I got really? my my pre diabetic. Situation, no, that's so I'll, I'll give you the deets of what's going on with me. <laughs> yeah, I, Willie, I, I see, I see you all always. You're justifying your fucking hatred for the Democrats and Republicans, still, yeah, because your audience is uh still in this illusion that these two parties want to do anything when in fact they get elected off of talking about these issues. So, why would they ever fix these issues? These are issues right. to run on. We mentioned that earlier. Yep. Yeah, I mean, as I said, I was never going to vote again until Cornell decided to run for president. And um, so I'm going to vote for Cornell West. I have to because, I mean, he he's the man with the ideas that runs closest to my ideology. If he wasn't running, I wouldn't be I, – I would just boycott the elections altogether. It's not enough we boycott right. their elections. We need to destroy their stupid elections. We really do. Destroy their you elections. Know, you know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. Um, 
we are looking at a country that is growing into majority undecided voting. And um, what last time I checked, forty-seven percent of the country is undecided, and then the twenty-seven is Democrat, and the twenty-one percent is Republican. Um, and now you see the No Labels Party, which we mentioned earlier. They mm. they're talking about maybe they're like flirting with the idea of oh, mansion. flirting. Um, that Ooh, will be mansion. That will piss off a lot of Democrats. Um, I think that yeah. will rage war. <laughs> I mean, okay, so you're saying that Mansion he literally destroyed the Build Back Better agenda, but this is yeah. going to be the thing that makes Democrats mad. This is going to be the well. Thing? They already mentioned that. Uh, a lot of a lot of people already mentioned in the democratic uh, atmosphere that they are not they're not going to be happy if Mansion runs. Oh, too bad. Uh, on the, on the no out west, then they are Joe Mansion. It's too bad the yeah. Democrats are upset. Hey, who's upset about Roe v. Wade? Who's upset about le- the legalization of marijuana? Who's upset we yeah. don't have health care during a pandemic? Oh, but the Democrats are upset. They're literally <laughs> the last fucking people that should even talk about. You, they treated us like illegal immigrants during the pandemic, bro. With uh, stay in your homes, they kept us in facilities during the pandemic. Would let us work and try to control our movements and usurp yeah. the constitution. So at this point, James Carville, Colin Coyle, spoiler: I thought you people were supposed to come get our votes. I thought you people were supposed to come get our votes. Who the fuck is telling me? Who are you spoiling for? Spoiler for who in a democracy? <laughs> You fucking idiots. This nonsense is, this nonsense is now, I, I just can't, it's not, I can't handle it, bro. We have to destroy it. I, 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 I can this feel is your la- energy, brother. J- James Carville for the last you? fucking time. Did you guys see, this yeah. is the same shit they did in 2016. Are you guys not yeah. having little flashbacks? Are y'all not having flashbacks right now? I'm having Oh, flashbacks. no, we were just flashbacks, talking about that. Bro. That's the flashbacks. funny part, Tommy. Tommy, we were just talking about that. We were talking about how Bernie Sanders was the first prototype, just like with Alex Jones being the prototype of how they can censor journalism. They're like, oh, Alex Jones, we can get away with this? Now let's get everybody. Yeah, Bernie so Sanders was the first prototype on smearing. You know, they, what, they called him a Russian bot. Everything. Yeah, they called yeah. him everything in the book. And he even went along with it. He even went along. Bernie Sanders went along with it. He he went along with it to the point where he was uh, al- also with- advocating to vote for sanctions against Russia just to prove that he's not a Russian bot. So let's starve more working class people in Russia just so I can prove that I'm not a Russian bot. That's just it's not your fault. You voted for Jamar. It's not your fault. You voted for Bernie. You were confused. Your stupid ass was confused by bots. You meant yeah, to vote for Hillary. Ass was very confused. You meant to vote for Hillary. <laughs> The bots, the bots, they, they gave you misinformation, bro. And that's why you're so dumb. You didn't vote for Hillary, okay? So just think about that. That's what Carville... So how many times is Carville going to come out after smearing uh, uh, Monica Lewinsky as a whore, after destroying uh, you know, everybody, uh, uh, Ralph Nader's uh, administ- uh, campaign, after labeling uh, Jill Stein in Russia? How many times are we going to let these guys come out and say unfounded bullshit on the CNN? And talk about it like it's fucking facts. And every time Trump even says anything, he's a fucking liar. I mean, yeah. this is literally. It's, 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 it's unsustainable. Like he he made universal yeah. health care, but I what I mean is this political. Uh, 
these people that I mean at this point they're spoiled. Don't you think they're spoiled? They're the spoilers. Yeah. They're literally asking you not to vote for people for your conscience, but to vote for them. Not because they did anything, yeah. but because something else. So how spoiled we God, we we guys, we've let this country go this way. At the end of the day, we're allowing this horrible behavior. We cannot enable this behavior anymore. We've got to spank these guys. We've got to spank them. What are your thoughts on that, Willie Bragg? Do you think that, you know, the people have been bamboozled to the point that we are honestly, like, we're, like we're allowing them to do what the hell they want at this point? Well, I mean, we're we're being allowed to we're being allowed to to just be like sheep with this culture war nonsense and all of this, and they put us all in these teams and everything like that, and you know, and, and you contrast that in France, they flip a police car over because oh, they yeah. bring the, the 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 retirement age from sixty two to sixty four, but we're not right. supposed go and criticize Joe Biden, who in the past advocated raising the retirement age, I think to 70 or something like that. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know that part. That's absolutely yeah. yeah, back in the 1980s. Yep. He wanted to cut down social security and raise the retirement age. He didn't just try it one time. He tried it a second time and a third time, just to be clear. Yeah. So that was his, his whole DLC thing was going on before Bill and Hillary Clinton took over. Joe Biden was like a prototype of that mm. as a senator. So we'll continue mm. this more on, on uh, you know the podcast tonight. But what I really want to get from you guys is like it's time to go on the offensive. That's what that's what my thing is. I talked to um, Deborah. Uh, yes, uh, the governor. The, she tra- she ran for the Green Party. Uh, Delilah Barrios. I'm not Delilah Barrios. We talked. And I tried to ask her, I was, she, first of all, she endorsed, you know, Cornell West, but the Green Party infrastructure, the ballots, uh, uh, the, making sure that we have, uh, you know, access to vote at the ballots for the candidate. Is that, is that, is that for certain? Guys, is uh, well, Cornell West going to be on the ballot? Is Cornell West going to be on the ballot in all 50 states? Um, of all the is third that, I don't know about all 50 yet, but it's possible. Oh, go ahead, Willie. Of all the third so parties. We, we should be working on that. The Green Party has the best infrastructure of all left-wing yeah. third parties. So, I mean, yeah. you know, all the other third parties on the left, I mean, they at best they can get maybe a dozen on the ballot if they really uh, work hard. Uh, I was in the Socialist Party USA for years, and we were lucky if we were able to get our presidential candidates on 10 or 12 states. I mean, and, you know, um, whereas the Green so, Party, they're pretty good about getting them in like 48 states now. So yeah. where we have, there's a good consistent yeah. record with they're going to be looks like they're even if there's a little bit of dysfunctionality they they look like they're almost as effective as the libertarians about ballot access these days. Yes. Yeah. I mean last That's time good. they got about like almost 30 states on ballot ballot access. So they they can get pretty close again. Well, what's why why can't they get 50? What's holding them back? Well, Clinton I believe it was Clinton Help put a stop to the third party, um, the, the third party getting so much acknowledgement on ballots for all 50 states. I got to look back into the history, which is why uh, I'm, I'm not as iffy on it, but I, I'll have the answer on your okay. show. <laughs> okay, thank you, because guys, uh, yeah. we literally, I mean, what I'm gonna try to do, I'm just gonna let you know what I'm trying to do 
is I'm going to try to help the Green Party any way they can expand that. And we're, and, and it's time to stop just what they call us a spoiler. I mean, we we need to be on the offensive. We need to start having our own arguments set out. We need to start destroying these people, making them look embarrassing as they actually are, as their behavior is, and as their you know their their character, their their, their, their the lack of character has become war crimes, giving Zelensky cluster bombs. I mean, this character, like I said, we're enabling it, and we need to be able to to fight it. And um, I think that's a lesson I learned from the 2016 primary is that we need to uh, continue to fight, especially after they tell us to stop, because that means they're weak. Yeah. You know? Hell yeah. I definitely agree with that. Um, you know, and there's a lot of there's a lot of great um, movements out there that are doing the work for the grassroots with the working class. And but the issue is that, you know, when you get into these works, like whether it's unionizing or anything like that is the most important thing at the moment to get done. Um, so if we're able to get a movement like how we had in the 60s, where it was yeah. an anti-war movement, that's what stopped Vietnam. Vietnam yeah. didn't stop because yes. the politicians felt like, oh, well, we made enough money. Right. No, Vietnam stopped because the people were pissed. Preach it, Jamar. That's what we need. We need that type there was of no, anger. There was no gay rights. Back in the States. There was no gay rights until Stone uh, Stonewall. And Stonewall right. was, was gay people throwing stones from a wall right. at cops' heads. That's when it changed. Hello? What? Oh. What? Did y'all hear me? Yeah, I heard you. Yeah. I thought we I had something to say. <laughs> Stonewall, bro. Civil rights, bro. It's time to get back to throwing stones at, at cops' heads, bro. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> They're going to look at this and be like, yo, he's trying to get I have other things to say, cops. but I'm going to wait till my live stream, okay? So my video can be taken down because I don't give a shit about YouTube. Oh, stupid uh, we lost Willie. Willie! But, um, get Anderson, yeah. Cooper, Anderson Cooper's got him, bro. Give it back, Vanderbilt. No, um, I think it's a good time to wrap this up, and then we can get ready for your show. So everybody that's listening, um, we're going to be – you're doing a double feature, by the way. Um, so definitely go up to Tommy Nation's um, profile at 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern, 8, 8 p.m. Coastal Time. And this is we're streaming now live. on the Tommy Nation, so y'all know, know what to do. Tommynation.com, so all that shit. Um, Glad I can make it. Go yeah. I mean, you made it. it ain't, hey, man, look, it's okay. <laughs> I know, bro. You came in with the sauce. <laughs> I always try, bro. Um, I don't, I don't, uh, let me check on Willie Bragg and see what's going on. Yeah, we'll check in. Then we'll, yo, we'll have some drinks. We'll smoke a, a reefer. We'll smoke some of that reefer. Look fat. Here in Iowa. Anyway, guys, uh, I'm hungry. I'll talk to you uh, yeah. in a few hours, Jamar. Yeah, I'll see you. I'll see you in a few hours too. Um, for everyone that's listening, um, definitely like, share, subscribe, um, and tell tell me what you thought about the show. Um, donate. Uh, check out everybody's links at the, at the description below. Um, we'll we'll see you again on the Tommy Nation podcast. So have a really good night, everybody.